Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph W. Vasham, MD. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt-Bernard. Kristen Bird joins us right after this with the family. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey folks, Brian Zepp here. Spring is gearing up, and if you're like me, you've already got the itch to hit the road. Make sure you and your motorcycle are ready with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at DennisKirk.com. They've got 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m. and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Get in gear and head to DennisKirk.com. Take it from Zep. They ship today. We're rocking out, man. That's all I have to say. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that sound sounds like Kristen Burt. Yep, Kristen Burt is with us No, today. the song's about her. Oh, okay. What, is it pain in the ass? Is that what it is? <laughs> hey, <laughs> <pretty> oh, <nice. laughs> Kristen Burt joins us, ladies. How you doing, Kristen? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're just trying to slog through life. There was a situation going on in the state where, again, this is racist and it's horrible and nobody can prove it ever happened. And most people, 99.9% of people said it never happened, but one people on social media did. So now there's this big hubbub over nothing, apparently. One person said they heard it, and they said it never. Everybody else said it never happened. Well, that's just classic Minnesota, though. It's just a, it's it is, instantly you're right. cave. 
Yeah, Minnesota's a big, big cave state to yes, this kind of thing. sure are. I don't know what happened, but it's, it's probably the most cowardly state that exists. That's really kind of negative, calling it a cowardly state. Well, that's true. But, you know. Call, telling it like is it is. Is that the new state slogan? Come visit us. We're cowardly. We're cowardly. <laughs> between we're cowardly or we're spineless. It's one, you know, one of the two. It's like one or one of the other. I don't know. It's, it's just the whole thing, Kristen, is just wearing me out. Honest to God. Everybody's horrible. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world, isn't there? <laughs> but a lot more than there needs to be. Everybody, my feelings are hurt. You were mean to me. Oh, my God. It's a, well, we had a guest on, the, on yesterday uh, who's a professor at Emory University. So he's not a dope. Was talking about all these different things that are claimed to have happened that never happened. I mean, it's just the whole thing is just. What was he talking about yesterday, Kevin? He made a, he made a very very good point about some of this. Oh, oh, it's the uh, the Heisman Trophy winner from four years ago, right? Oh, right. Heisman Trophy winner oh, four yeah. years ago. He had to apologize because apparently on social media, he 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 <coughs> typed in. You guys are you guys are so queer. Well, he called someone a queer when he was 15 years old. Yeah. Which was like years and years before. I mean, it's 15 years old. You expect them to say stupid. dumb things. That's, yeah. Okay, but my argument is still this, Kristen Burt. When I was yeah. a little kid, and that might have been a few years ago now when I was a little kid, yeah. but uh, there, there were a couple of grandmas that lived in my neighborhood, and I remember they used that word. I said, how are you today, Mrs. Bl- I don't want to say their name. How are, you, how are you today, Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. And she said, oh, I'm feeling a little queer. She would use that phrase, I'm feeling queer. I mean, I'm just feeling kind of odd today. I don't, I, there's something a little off. So when did we lose queer in that tense? We, I mean, we've, I can remember, I'm just trying to think. It has changed in terms of our vernacular and how we use certain words. Even yeah. if you look at the word gay, gay originally mm-hmm. meant like happy. It had happy. nothing to do yep. with sexuality. Yep. So words have changed um, meanings over the years and you kind of the one thing you have to do you do have to adapt now if someone's looking at something social media is a mess but i mean if you're looking at a word queer i would say 10 years ago we were using it the way we use it today but i'm saying if yeah right 20 30 years ago if let's pretend there was social media and you'd written queer as not in the terms of sexuality but just in terms of oh i'm feeling queer Mm-hmm. Meaning, I'm just feeling odd or different. You have to look at the context of, of the time period. Right. Well, wait, wait a so. second. Isn't isn't the Q in the in the list of letters? Well, yeah, they're allowed to use it. You're not allowed to use it. I guess I don't know. It's like people. What do you mean? What's that? You can use it. I mean, you could use and say that he identifies as queer. I think that that's. He identifies as queer. I, I is different saying than saying you, he is queer. I mean, I, I, or what have you? I just it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. I guess you just don't say, though. I guess we're just not using it anymore. Like, queer meaning I feel odd. That kind of thing. Like, oh, I'm feeling queer But it still has the same meaning. No, it doesn't. The meaning didn't go away. It doesn't. It doesn't. Meanings do change. Oh, my God. All I know is this, and you tell me I'm a liar. Every day after school, I sat down and watched the Flintstones have a gay old time. Mm -hmm. Right. It was right in their song. 
Well, you also watched him smoke Winston's, so, you know. Yeah, you also smoked Winston cigarettes right cartoon during the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> we all smoked right? Like, we used to sit on airplanes in smoking and non-smoking sections, which we know that there was no difference. No, <laughs> no there was no the difference. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, I would say this. Nobody has the right to claim they own a word. That's the part of it that pisses me off. You don't own that, that word. That is true. There's a lot of that right now. It's, it's like, ridiculous. oh, well, you said this, but what you meant is this, because that's what I right. interpreted it as. Because that's it's, what I think. Tom, how no. often are you needing to use the word queer? Well, I never do. Honestly. Well, that word in particular, right. no. But it's like, you know, I, there's a lot of examples of that kind of thing where it's like if someone makes yeah. the okay hand gesture, they're immediately flashing white power. Oh, that's Even right. Even if it's they meant to say now. okay, they're now a Nazi well, I don't because be associated with that. <laughs> so, well, but that's the thing. It's like, why did we allow that to become that way in the first it. place? It's well, like okay, but, so if a small group of people decides that you know having blonde hair makes you a Nazi, are you going to go out and dye your hair? <laughs> Exactly. Well, and the OK symbol is universally known as it is. O- it's just across OK. The world, Every yeah. single language says OK. Right. It's like to take that word away. Well, it's is, not the word. It's, not it's, it's the uh, the hand gesture well, where you yeah, make a that, circle. Like I said, that's that's yeah. universally Crinkle, accepted. It's very specifically, it's very specifically um, placed when you do it in a photo. And I'm not talking about us just flashing like, OK, great, thanks so mm. much. I'm talking about the group that has co-opted it. They like there's a certain hand placement of where it is and that type of thing. So you kind of know that it's associated with that group. Well, what do you mean? There's a there's a location. There's a certain location. Well, first of all, yeah, okay. Yeah, kind of like there's like a subtle place where you do it when you do it in a photo. You'll see if you like look at the photos over and over again. They That's like also a uh, misconstruency. I've heard. Um, I don't. This isn't something that people did when I was a kid or in this area. I think it's specific to certain areas of the country. But what they would do is that they would put the OK symbol, like they'd hold it in their hand and place it on their leg. And if you looked at it, then they get to punch you in the arm. It's right. some dumb <laughs> kid oh, thing. Well, it's like Alex. punch buggy, but with the OK symbol. <laughs> so people started doing that right. in pictures, and they're like, oh, you looked at it, I get to punch you in the arm. Well, and then Alex. people decided to assign this nefarious, you know, kill everyone who isn't white meaning to it. Alex said that her friend has a, I don't remember, it's a third grader or fifth grader. And what they do is they make a sign next to their penis Oh the boys, yeah, see, and if another dumb. boy looks at that su- sign, yeah. that means that he's gay. Of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything can mean anything. Yeah. You know, you can exactly. make up anything all the time. Well, and when you're a kid too, it's well, yeah. it's also it's stupid. <laughs> well, full disclosure, I am giving Kristen the finger right now, but she can't see it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's I, two, don't worry, uh, I'm giving it right back to you, Tom. <laughs> there's two She's double-barreling it, too. She's double-barreling it. knew what I was talking about. Apparently, it's called the circle game. Yeah, the circle game, right, exactly. The circle. I'm going to look this up. Oh, it's true. The way, I, the way I described it makes it sound really dumb, but I think that might actually be how it goes. <laughs> yeah, Indeed. you create a circle with your thumb and your, your pointer finger, and then, yep. yeah, you just... Uh, like hold it in your hand like that and then if someone looks at it then you get to punch them that's literally punch. that's literally what it that is sounds exciting i know it sounds like a fun game doesn't it it sounds like a fifth life. grade boy doesn't it it does but then <laughs> yeah, they started they started like doing it in pictures to trick well it's like um 
when I was a kid, there was a game called The Game. And the rules are, if you think about the game, then you lost the game. <laughs> so okay. the idea is to not think. It's like uh, don't think about it's pink elephants thing. It's, um, I guess the idea is like, you know, you could just go up to say someone and say, you just lost the game. And they're like, oh, geez, I just thought about the game because you said it. It's just like a dumb kid thing. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, kids love that stuff. I have a question for you because I'm just doing it now. When I give people the okay sign, I aim the zero that I'm making with my thumb and my pointer finger. I aim that at them. And the other way around, you'd have to aim the W at them with the other three fingers. So it's a completely different hand gesture. Well, yeah. You see is. what I mean? Yeah. We have Wendy on the phone. Oh, I'm giving her the W right She's now for Wendy. W for Wendy. <laughs> w for Wendy. <laughs> You know, and that was that was something that I had a question of. Okay, riddle me this, people. If we can't do the okay symbol because we think it's white supremacist and it's it's a sign that it's theoretically a sign that's appropriated to a certain group of people to mean something offensive. Okay, so we're going to outlaw gang signs too because I actually know some of those living in the neighborhood I live in, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I'm reasonably certain there's a lot of those that are. You know, they mean really bad and highly offensive things to other groups. Right. It can't just be one. If it's one, it's all of them. Right. That's true. No, I agree. Well, I mean, if we're being honest with ourselves, most of this kind of thing is basically a cudgel that the media uses to silence people they don't like. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yeah but, I mean, I don't like the people that don't get real weird like that. I mean, if somebody says something, like if I post something and someone on my page gets all, you know, hell-bent for leather about it, I reply to them, you know, my page is not a democracy. It's not a place for you to come post your opinions. It's, you know, it's my kingdom. It's where I post my opinions. And if you get to be a jerk, I'm kicking you out of my kingdom, which I have to say to people. <laughs> but it's a, difference, it's a difference between the peace sign and the victory sign. Right. You know, yeah. one is, one is yeah. you know, when Winston Churchill did it, the back of the hand was toward the audience, but typically the peace sign is the front of the hand is toward the, the front of the hand or the Palmer service well, you know, toward the audience. You have, you know, you have a lot of older people, like, you know, my, my mom, God forbid, my mom would give the okay symbol and she would have, she, she'd be like, yeah, this means okay. It's like, yeah, yeah, it does, actually. It means everything's okay. And, doesn't the okay symbol, isn't that how in American Sign Language, isn't that the symbol for okay also? So we're going to take think, that away from yeah. somebody because it offends somebody? Well, it's their but fault that they're blind and deaf. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> offended people, be gone. We're letting people who's, who used to spend a lot of time crying to themselves in their parents' basement, we're letting them have all the power. We need to I take agree. it back. Normal people. We gave them social media. That's the problem. What was that? Was that Kristen? Yeah. We gave them social media. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's going to destroy the world. It is. You know, it's like I post stuff in my my garden and my cooking and funny memes and just stuff like that. You know, I do have other friends, or rather the word is I had other friends because, you know, they're on timeout or they're kicked out. Um, but all they talk about, they're, they're so obsessed with talking about, um, you know, how certain people are offended by this and certain people are offended by that and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear about how anybody's offended by stuff like that. 
I mean, if a word in a book offends you, you have greater problems than that book. Right. Yeah, no question. Well, I mean, you think about that. F. Scott Fitzgerald used the big N in his books back in the 1920s. I mean, that's because it was the word, apparently. I mean, we're going to get rid of F. Scott Fitzgerald now because of that? Well, Tom Sawyer. You well, and a, oh, Tom, Tom, Tom Sawyer. Sawyer, yeah. Well, and a lot of people make the mistake of looking back into history and trying to see it through the lens of today. It's like you can't do that. I mean, you can accept that things back, I mean, things back when those pieces of literature were written, that was the way things were. Mm -hmm. And the majority of people didn't think it was, you know, this or that or some, you know, the word I hate the most, microaggression. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're um, not a microaggression type of person. No, I'm a macroaggression. If you get too pissy with me, I'll just tell you where to go. Good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am my father's daughter, and I'm very proud of that fact. Yeah, that's how it should be. No question about it. All right, W is for Wendy. Excellent. I can't make a T. T for Tom? Can yeah, you can make a T, like time out. You can do the T, time out T. That would be, be perfect. Okay, Thank you, Wendy. With one hand, it turns out like the finger, so sorry about that, Tom. Tom. Yeah, no problem. Don't worry about, okay. don't worry about my feelings. <laughs> It's just fine. Don't worry about it. All right, we'll talk to you later. We love you. Love you too, sister. Bye. So Kristen, to kind of shift gears here for a second, Mm. Catherine and I saw The Adam Project a couple nights ago and loved it. Yes! A good movie, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was really terrific, Catherine. Yeah, as soon as I saw a spaceship, I thought, Tom's out. He'll just, like, wander away and not come back. You don't like anything sci-fi. Like. I'm not a big sci-fi guy. That's true. But, but was, no, I liked it. Yeah, it was really. It was a fun movie. Well acted. Ryan Reynolds is incredibly talented. Don't you think? He's very charismatic. I find. Yep. I, I've oh, interviewed. Yeah. Him. Have oh, you yeah. interviewed him before? Because he's very no. charismatic in person as well. Um, funny. Doesn't take himself too seriously. And you kind of see him play with that on social media. Um, if anyone's following his account and. Jennifer Garner's another one, just so down to earth. Yeah, she was terrific in it. Yeah, I, I adore her. She, she's a lot of fun. Yep. And, and the kid, uh, played by Walker Scoble, he's really good. Oh, yeah, he was great. What a yeah. cute kid. He's super cute, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's really cute. What is the kid's name? Walker Scobell. Walker Scobell. Yeah, he yes. was really good in it. He was terrific in it, as a matter of fact. You think? Yeah. It's been sweet to see, like, Jennifer and both Ryan are like, this is his movie. Like, he's a superstar. Wait to eat. This is, like, just the start of his career. I thought the movie was funny. I thought it was very well acted by all uh, all the people contributing. Yeah, I just, we, we liked it. Yeah, I suppose you could say it was 10 minutes too long or something like that, maybe, if, if, if that's what you feel. But, I yeah, I literally just had a, we had a really nice time watching it. No doubt about it. And you right. can't say that very often with movies these days, to be honest. <laughs> well, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And I don't know what that's all about, but what are you going to do, right? I know. It's just, it's so interesting because we're seeing, you know, in a couple of weeks, we've got the Oscars happening. And so many people, I was just listening to a podcast. Someone was like, I don't care about the movies. I'm not even thinking about it. And they're in Los Angeles and they're thinking, I'll go to a party, but I'm not invested at all in what's happening in the award shows. Right. 
And I think that that's a majority of people in the United States. I think the last Oscar winner I can name is Titanic. <laughs> wow. Were you wow. 12? <laughs> I think wow. I might have been, actually, yes. That's crazy. Let's see, when did Titanic come out? Uh, I was 11. So, hey, there you go. That's, it's only close. 24 years <laughs> last time I remember. Only 24 years ago. I could not tell you who won the Oscar last year. I have no idea. Oh, God. No. Because I, I don't Lab. care. Who was it? Nomadland, I think. I remember oh, Nomadland. We like that. Of, uh, yeah, getting a lot of acclaims or whatever, but yeah, did yeah. it actually win Best Picture? Let's see. Yeah, that was on everybody's lips. Yes, it was, it was Best Picture. Picture. It was, yeah. yeah, it was a good movie. That was mm-hmm. a good movie. But, She's terrific. But years ago, everybody would talk about who won the Oscars. Everybody, everybody would talk care, about yep. that. Everybody would yep. talk about who won yep. who won uh, the World Series. Yep. Uh, you know that, or what was going on in the Olympics. Everybody would talk about that. All that has gone I mean, none away. None of those. The World Series, uh, Super Bowl, Olympics. I just don't care about any of them. Yep. You know, it's crazy. I didn't even know like the Paralympics already wrapped up and I usually watch a couple of the events on, on Paralympics because you know they follow several weeks after the Olympics and I looked the other day and I'm like oh my gosh they're already over I didn't see any coverage social media sports nothing and maybe it's because Ukraine is the top issue in all of the news sites but I couldn't even tell you an athlete who competed this time around here you go I mean it's yeah. a, that, that is going away I mean, the, the traditional kind of sports and that, or sports entertainment is what it really is. It's going away. People aren't watching it. People don't care about it. It's gone. It's, well, it's a shame. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, this is one thing we were talking with the uh, guy yesterday uh, is that merit is not really in vogue anymore. And these uh, award shows and that kind of thing, theoretically anyway, are all about merit. You know, who made the best product or who's right. the best at this sport or whatever. But since we don't like merit anymore, then why would we like merit-based awards and merit-based competitions? Hmm. I think it's kind of like a zeitgeist thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it, But if you look at the Super Bowl, Super Bowl still is very popular. Not like, as not, not like it used to be, though. Hmm. I don't think. Let's see here. Oh, uh, the... Largest amount of money uh, ever was bet on the Super Bowl this year. So Largest amount of money, yes, but what about the viewers? Mm. Let's see here. I Super watch Bowl. it less because I used to watch for commercials, and now they you know, show them to you a week before. So I'm like, well, there's no point for that. Lindsay I used to watch the halftime show, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, Lindsay and I tried to watch some of the Super Bowl commercials. They were awful. We had to turn it over there. Like, I heard the that they were 15. as bad as they were. We turned been. it off. They were awful. Yeah. Just awful. You know, they they spent a lot of money on talent, and but they were just poorly done. If you look at the rating of the Super Bowl, uh, for a very long time, from like 1970 to 19, or no, no, like 2000 something, it got an average of like 40 to 50. That's the rating. Uh, The past. Two years, it has not breached 40. Okay. And it's been in the low 40s for four years. So the ratings, it's going down, that's for sure. So, yeah, well. well it's it really sad when you look at it that way, though, isn't it? Yep. What do you think about that? It is. Those are the American traditions are sort of fading. 
Um, yeah, a lot of them are. A lot of them have been. Well, TV is one of those American traditions that it's like, how oh, yeah. often do, you, do yep. you get your family and gather around? It's, oh, it's 6.30, that one show that we got to watch is on. It's just not something Never. that happens anymore. You can all sit in Never. your own rooms on your yep. phone it's and watch it. It's not real anymore. <laughs> exactly. You can sit, sit in the doctor's office waiting lounge watching your show. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. things have been that, that phone in your pocket, that device yep. has changed. It has dramatically uh, changed the culture mm-hmm. of the world, of the well, world. Things that used to be the glue that held our you know collective American society together, they're, they've been picked apart yeah did you yeah, watch friends last destroyed night or subverted yeah, yeah. no there's no water fountain char- there's no water fountain anymore people are virtual i mean it just is right it's just what is the last change. show that would you say was like the one that everyone saw like game probably of thrones friends. game yeah. of Th- and that was of that was like probably oh, that was what a decade ago at this point i've never i saw it for about five minutes oh. I, not my thing what was that one about the family and they had an autistic kid and uh, life goes on? Was that it? Was that like about five, six years ago? Everybody's watching that. No, Maybe I've never even longer. heard of that. So, uh, so not everybody. Was you know, and bringing the... life goes on back. That's the one from the uh, late '80s, early '90s. Oh, doing all right. We got to take a it. break. We'll take a break. Be right back in just a couple of minutes with Kristen Burt. And I have uh, something to tell Catherine on the air, but it's for all of you, actually. No, it's a good thing. It's a, Well, it could be a good thing. We'll, we'll find we it. We hope it's a good thing. We'll be, we'll be right back. I'm terrified. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The Kitties, the Pack, the Bears, or the Purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website 
ContinuumWeightWellbeing.com or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. Kristen, I didn't know you could play a guitar like that. That's phenomenal. Isn't she great? Isn't that amazing? I just learned player. about five minutes ago. Five minutes ago. She's a prodigy. You could never tell. I, just hear it and then pick up an instrument. <laughs> All right, you might have to come to town in August, Kristen. What's happening in August? Well, we might have to have a dinner because I just saw something that, that appeared on my screen just a few minutes ago. Okay. On August 19th, which is a Friday... A band is going to be in town. Well, it's going to be a Treasure Island Resort and Casino, which is a great place to see a concert. Anyway, Catherine and I saw, uh, you know, many things there. I've appeared on, you know, we do shows from their stage there all the time. <clears throat> but this is going to be something I'm pretty excited about because um, the last time I saw these guys was 40 years ago. I traveled with them uh, when they came to America from England a long time ago. Remember 40 years ago who came to England and I traveled with him, Catherine? No. I know who you're talking about. It's not Duran Duran. Yeah. Yep, Duran Duran. Yeah, we went and saw Duran Duran. They're still together. They're still yeah. together. I haven't they are up for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. Oh. Yep, that's exactly what I'm bringing up. Well, they're coming to Treasure Island on August 19th. I'm going to reach out to Treasure Island and, of course, Duran Duran. I, I, will, I was 30 years old the last time I saw... Simon LeBon and Nick Rhodes, all my buddies. I'm going to wear my, my Duran Duran headband if I come. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But I literally want to basically maybe stay the night there, have a, have a bunch of people come down, have a dinner at the Tado Steakhouse down there and go see Duran Duran. They were incredibly nice to deal with. Kristen here, well, you know, you've been around these kind of people. So yeah, I've never met Simon LeBon. I mean, if I got a photo with Simon LeBon, my brother would be so jealous. That was his favorite. Okay, well, you need to come to town. Then we got to do this. Ralph, you and Lindsay in? We're in. We could get about ten of us and go. One of my favorite things of of my entire career, and I don't know what year it was. Because "Hungry Like the Wolf" was was that their first big hit? I can't remember. I think so. Uh, Probably. It's like their, you know. Their hit. Signature song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he had more than one hit. Well, I know, you know. but that's like their song, the one that everyone <laughs> wants them to play every time. So I get a call from Bruce Wendell, who was my boss at Capitol Records out in the tower in Los Angeles, out there in Kristen Burt land. Um, I get a call from Bruce Wendell. He said, Tom, i got this new group coming in. They're from England, and I want you to travel with them. I said, okay, Bruce, fine. What's their name? He said, Duran Duran. I said, you mean the ruler of the world? Because that's who Duran Duran. Duran Duran was what? Was that a um, Ian Fleming character? Huh. I can't remember who Duran Duran was. Yeah, I don't was. know who? what they're named after. Let's find know. out. It's, I think it's an Ian Fleming character. It is after a character from a Milo O'Shea film called Barbarella. Oh, Barbarella. That's where it's from. Okay. God's sake. Barbarella. (laughs) Wasn't that Jane Fonda, right? Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. So I I pick up Duran Duran from the airport, and we're riding around, and Nick Rhodes, who was one of the nicest young men I've ever met. So cute. He goes, Tom, I want a whopper. I said, what? He goes, 
take me to Burger King. I want a Whopper. I said, you want to go to Burger King and have a Whopper? I never had one. I said, okay, we'll go to Burger King. Went to the Burger King on 66th in Richfield there, 66th Street. He took one bite. He looks at me and he goes, Tom, take me to get some proper food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that night, this is how cool this was. So Duran Duran was appearing on stage at a local club. Wow. In town. And I mean, maybe, maybe you could get a couple of hundred people in that room. Maybe 300, something like that. But the tubes were at uh, the North Repository. Oh, the tubes. I remember them. So I picked up Duran Duran and I said, Tom, take us to see the tubes. I said, oh, you want to see the tubes? So I, I put all the tubes in my, well, it was Nick Rose and, and Simon LeBon. And I think Johnny Taylor went too, but I can't remember. But I took them to see the tubes at Northrop Auditorium. And then we go backstage and uh, Fee Waybill from the tube says, Hey, Tom, would it be okay if you gave us a ride over so we could watch Duran Duran? (laughs) The entire day was taking Duran Duran to see the tubes and the tubes to see Duran Duran. It was one of my favorite nights of my job at Capitol Records. I really do want to to reach out to Treasure Island and get this thing on the books because it's only a couple of months away now or I guess four or five months. It'll be here before you know it. Yeah, well. I got to get this thing on the books. I, I need I need a, some hotel rooms. I need a, a table for 10, 12 people at Tuttle Steakhouse. And I need some good tickets to see Duran Duran. We'll go backstage and say hello. Yeah, somebody get on that out there. I will fly them in. I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Somebody no problem. do that. But I cannot wait to see Simon and, and Nick Rhodes particularly. One of them, no, there was Johnny Taylor. Excuse me. Um, yeah, Johnny Taylor. Roger Taylor, and Andy Taylor, but none of them were related. <laughs> That's what I love. The three Taylors were not related to one another. Um, but I, I'm very excited. So if you guys really want to do this, I'll get to work on it, matter of fact, this week sometime and start teeing it up. I'll, I'll call the people at Treasure Island and get this thing on the books. If you guys really do want to go, so there'd be what? There's three three of you there. I'm sure Alex, uh, Dan, uh, we'd get a table for 10. That'll probably do it, or 12, maybe. What do you think? Yep. Well, Mm -hmm. we might need a table for 20 once you start publicizing this. A lot of people might want to go see this. Yeah, that's a possibility. It might be a really good time. But, yeah, I saw that in the the Star Tribune today. Duran Duran is coming to the Treasure Island Resort and Casino on August 19th of this year. I, I... I would love to do it. I never had it. We did go to see him at the XL one year, I remember. Uh, yeah, a couple of years ago. And the show was not very good. It was pretty bad. <laughs> not great. But anyway, sorry to waste your time. But if you guys have any interest, I will. Uh, we got to get a, a head count, and I'll get to work on it. We'll get her done. It'll be. We'll have a ball. I promise. Do, do, all right. Do, 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 do. Yeah. I'm like singing "Hungry Like the Wolf." I'm all, I'm all teed up. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm teed up and all ready to go. I'm, yeah, I got it. I got all the songs. <clears throat> What's this new Nicolas Cage thing? That's he's in a comedy. Have you seen it? Have you heard of Nicolas it? Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage. I think that's the joke. He's yeah, like retiring from acting. <laughs> he's not really, is he? Um, he just, you know, he said he's. It's so funny. He's just like really because uh, he's in this new comedy, and he just didn't want any part of it. So he's like, "Why do I have to play <laughs> myself?" Um, because the unbearable weight of massive talent. I've heard everybody's lo- loving it. Yeah, it's. I haven't seen it yet, but it's supposed to be really good. And this is sort of maybe his like comeback. I feel like he's come back like three or four times. 
Yeah. You know, he yeah. goes away and then comes back and then goes away and then they're like, it's his comeback. And I'm like, mm. Yeah. He came back after Wicker Man. Um, what about Pig? Pig brought him back, didn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But this is kind of like the, you know, the resurgence of like, he's officially back instead of just like a one-off. Like this. Oh, okay. So okay. like reestablishes him, you know, in I really like him. He's making the rounds. He has a very young wife. <laughs> you know, uh, that well, for how long? a lot of stories. How many more hours is he going to be married to her? Yeah. Good question. I mean, that boy's he's been married what, four times? Person. Is he still uh, capable of that manic, insane energy that he was so famous for for a while there? Good question. Because he's, uh, I mean, he's got to be somewhat old at this point, right? Somewhat How old. How old is Nicholas that's, Cage? That's a, I, he could be anywhere from 60 to 80. I have no idea. Oh, he's 58. <laughs> he's 58. Never mind. He's, he's now, 58? He's, wow, he's really much younger than I thought he would be. Oh, really? His, I really like him, by the way. He's been on the KQ Morning Show a couple times. Well, and we just watched an old show of his, uh, what was eight it, 8mm? Millimeter. Millimeter? Oh, yep. God, what a rough film to try to get through. His wife that is 27. 27? she's pregnant. And she's pregnant, so he's having another child. Uh, by oh, Hollywood man. standards, that's pretty yeah, normal. Yeah, for real. Right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I do like him, though. I, I like Nicolas Cage. Always have. He's a very pleasant guy to deal with. I know. I don't know about on the set, but to interview him, he's very pleasant to deal with. You have any problem with him, Kristen? I haven't. He's always been, you know, totally sweet. And, yeah. Which, you know, honestly, from an interviewer's perspective... It's a dream because honestly, yep. you, we've all had those interviews where you're like, I just need to get through this five minutes. Work with me here. <laughs> no, I understand. Not, th- th- I did get some disappointing news last week. Apparently, Tom Hardy is really hard to interview. Have you ever heard that? I haven't interviewed Tom Hardy. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I, we'll see right there. I've not interviewed him. You haven't interviewed him. Maybe he is a little hard to interview. <laughs> I mean, it, it's so interesting, too, because sometimes it has, um, it, it depends on the day with some actors. It depends on who you are. Like, I have heard so many situations where Julia Roberts is very difficult to interview. I've interviewed her several times and had a great experience every time. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon, super challenging. Such really? A, I mean, yeah, really hard. And I was like, ugh. And the questions, because I was doing it for like a, a young mom site, my questions were very easy to answer. They were certainly not um, anything intrusive or, you know, stepping beyond any bounds that boundaries that she wouldn't want to, you know, answer. And she just was like rolling her eyes the whole time. I'm like, come on, work with me here. Softball questions for your movie that's not very good. It was the one which she did with Chelsea Handler a million years ago. Um, I don't even remember. She did a lot of bad movies there for a while. Yeah, before she had her her own resurgence. Um, I'm going to have a list. I'm going to write up a list and I'm going to run it by Kristen Burt. Why do people think these people are funny? Uh, And I got three right off the top of my head Chelsea Handler. Pete Davidson and Amy Schumer. Why does anyone? They're not funny. I love Pete Davidson. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God, get away from me! <laughs> I think there's something about him. I mean, I don't think like would I go and watch a stand-up comedy show with him? No, but I right. just think he's like such a goofball. And he's, he's goofy. He's goofy, and it makes me laugh. And it's why he gets to date like every hot actress in Hollywood because they see the same thing. They're like, "Oh my god, he's so goofy." Okay, great, I'll sleep with him. I mean, like that's literally how it goes. I'm- 
positive of it. Um, I mean, the fact that, like, Jeff Bezos is sending him to space next yeah. at the end of this yep. month. I mean, this yep. is the thing. Like, Jeff Bezos is like, how can I generate attention? Okay, great. Let me take the guy that's being talked about every single second, Pete Davidson. Let's send him up. Yeah, but I, did you ever see him on Saturday Night Live? I didn't watch him on Saturday Night Live, but I saw clips. He's not funny in the least. He, you know, he mostly is um, does like a short segment in the um, news hour, you know, like the news segment. And, and that's probably like the best place where he just kind of showcases oh, okay. himself. When they throw him in a sketch, it's just not, it's not Pete's forte. It's, it's one of those things. It's, he reminds me a little bit. I, I think Pete Davidson's funnier than Jimmy Fallon, but when Jimmy Fallon was very young and fresh on Saturday mm-hmm. Night Live, he had a mm-hmm. hard time like keeping um, a straight face through half of the sketches, and that's the same right. thing with Pete. You just don't put him in unless you absolutely need him. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon's not funny in the least either. I'm like, all those talk he show hosts. He used to be, I think. He used to be. I he think. used to be. Yeah, yeah he, yeah, he got was. Really, a, yeah. But these serious. These talk shows now are just dreadful. God, they're nobody watches me. Have you seen nobody their wa- numbers? I was like, nobody watches them anyway. <laughs> no, they're terrible. Their ratings are horrible. So I don't know what to don't know what to tell you about that. But yeah, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel, and you got your Stephen Colbert. I, I just all they do is bitch. They, they complain. They go on TV and complain. Johnny Carson would have never thought of doing what these people do. He was Johnny the best Carson's of all time. rolling in his grave right now. At the he is of, like the late night shows. He is, and oh my God, he was so good at that whole thing. He was. It was my grandmother's favorite. I'm like, I swear she is like having Manhattans and cigarettes with him right now. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. They loved each other. She loved him so much. She would babysit me and keep me up when, back in the day when he was on for an hour and a half, she'd keep me up to like 1 a.m. My parents would be like, she's always so tired coming from your house. I'm like, yeah, because I was watching Johnny Carson. Yeah, he was unbelievable. (laughs) Johnny Carson was amazing. Yeah, and those shows, those those shows really were kind of the successor to the variety shows Mm -hmm. because they had the variety shows. Then Johnny Carson, he would have a bunch of different acts. He didn't have the dog acts too much, but he would have comedians, singers that may or may not be performing, uh, and then walk-ons. People would walk on. You just don't see that anymore. Oh yeah, walk on and have a good time. Don Rickles. Was always walking on that show. No, I did. I absolutely loved the Johnny Carson show. I never got a chance to talk to him or meet him. Ed McMahon, I talked to a number of times. By the way, a very a very pleasant man. Ed McMahon was. Doc Severinsen has been in studio. Everybody but Johnny was around, but he's probably too busy getting married. Wasn't he married like five times? Yes. <laughs> Johnny, why don't you try to get along with your wife? It's just a thought. Yeah, he he liked the ones uh, with a name started with J. Oh, yeah, Joni, Jeannie, Junie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right. Another you issue are there. right. I'm looking at so, a picture of Pete Davidson. It's the one that they have on the Wikipedia page. And he's got the totic upper eyelids, you know. You know yes. I think yep. I, yeah, he looks like he's constantly high. He looks like he's got THC eyelids. That's yes, what he looks absolutely. like. <laughs> THC eyelids. He's just, just barely, barely there. So. Okay, Kristen, I need your help with this one because he was a friend of mine. Not a dear friend or anything, but he was a, more than an acquaintance, but less than a, a good friend. He was, he was a friend of mine. Bob Saget died a short time ago. As a matter of fact, Louis Anderson, Bob Saget, a bunch of people died all at once there. It was really weird, but Bob Saget is one of the nicest people I ever met in my entire life. I think that was pretty much true. He was always nice to everybody, wasn't he? 
I, yeah, I mean, I haven't heard a bad word about him here in Hollywood. I never nope. interviewed him, but I had a lot of friends that had worked with him or interviewed him and just had great things to say about him. Well, now they're saying, and it's a good thing you're here and, and Dr. Basham's here because uh, there's a story just appeared in the news this morning. Bob Saget's death records will never be released. What's that all about? Yeah, well, what, what's the point? Why should they be? Mm. Why should they be well, released to the public? I, I, had, I did an article about this probably a few weeks ago. I know that the family had asked that uh, the records be sealed and that they were afraid because there is... There are photos of his body and things like that. And because there's oh, curiosity yeah. around the case, oh, well, they were concerned that yeah, the tabloids would get a hold of them. Um, there yeah. were already several media outlets based on the, you know, the Freedom of Information Act already inquiring for the death records. Oh, and okay. Because so many people think it's foul play when they, yeah, they do. actually slipped and hit his head in the bathroom. They just didn't want to drag out their grief with the tabloids and everyone else going nuts about this. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. It's really too bad because you know Jeff Cesario, the former producer on the uh, the uh, oh what the hell is his name? He just died. Larry uh, Larry Sanders. Uh, yeah, do you do you know him at all? Do you know Jeff Cesario at all, I, Kristen? I don't. Mm-mm. Jeff's an old friend of mine as well, and I do remember the first time I ever met Bob Saget. He came in to do the show, and Jeff Cesario happened to be in that day as well. And it was this beautiful summer day, and we went out in the parking lot at KQRS, and the three of us talked for a couple of hours out there. It was it was unbelievably fun, interesting. Every time I ran into Bob Saget, he was just a great guy. That really bothers me. But So you just think, like Catherine just said, well, why should they release the records? It's nobody's business. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it's it's become, <clears throat> if you go through Reddit, uh, Bob Saget's death is like people are already dissecting it and why they <sighs> think that he was murdered, right. <clears throat> um, why they think, and this is the other thing, some people think that perhaps he had a woman in his room and something happened and maybe there's some type of evidence um, within those files um, or that maybe someone with drugs came in. Like there is, There's so many conspiracy right. theories. I think for the family, because the death was so unexpected and obviously so sudden, they just need some peace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think that's true. Yeah, yeah so that it, makes sense. so instead of clearing anything up or you know, you know, clearing the air, it would just make it worse. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It These would make start it worse. interpreting this stuff and and then spin it on auto however they want. Yeah, that makes and, sense. and remember, everyone now is the detective because everyone watches Dateline and listens to right. podcasts. Everyone loves true crime, and this is what happens. It takes on a life of its own. Yeah. And now we lost William Hurt too a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. I loved William Hurt. Terrific uh, Broadcast news. I watched that over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. It's just uh, we're losing all these really, really good people, and they, the people that are coming up, I don't know. We'll see how it all works out in the end. But, uh, yeah, Bob Saget, uh, I just wanted to run that by you, you know, the, the Hollywood person and the doctor in, in, in the house and all the rest of it. So you just think it's much better for the family to do it this way. Yeah. Well, I, I, now that okay. I think and thought it through, you know, this conspiracy stuff, it just goes, like, people go nuts. Yeah, and, they do. And then, the, um, then you get the, you'll get chat groups and you'll get face good groups and they'll be, it's it just people wallow in this stuff. It just makes no sense. He died suddenly and it was sad and, you know, and that's it. You know, it's the way it is. And the book where they left, the, they said what he died from. Well, he died from that. Let's go and move on. 
Yeah, I suppose they got to go. Oh, somebody shot him in the back of the head or somebody hit him in the head with a club because of a drug deal. Or Yeah, you're right. It would be hideous, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, they would just have a field day. They just, I don't know. They would. <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you. Kristen, what, what do you think we're going to do with people? Do you think people will ever settle down? Do you think they'll calm down or is this hating one another? Is this going to last forever? I think we are at the point of no return. And I wish I could say something more positive about that. But I, I, I even feel like I just dread even like the 2024 presidential election, you know, campaigning that comes up. But we can't go back to like, OK, we're going to be civil to each other. We may not agree. We're running against each other. Right. I just right. feel like everyone has to out hate each other. Yep. Yeah. yeah it, why? You, you don't mudsling. You hate sling. It's it's just entirely different kind of a, approach. It's horrible. I mean, just and then and I've said this before I, that the last you know six, seven, eight elections have been based on hatred more than merit. Yes, I agree. Or policy. Sure. No, I agree. That is absolutely true. The whole situation. I just I, I really wish that we could do everybody would just calm down. Will you relax for Christ's sake? I don't know. But as we what always is go back to, as long as we have social media, it's not going away. No, it's not going to go away. I just don't know the upside of, oh, look what I did. I ruined their life. Isn't that great that I ruined them? How are you proud of yourself ruining someone's life? Really? Unless you're like Hitler or something, then you can ruin his life all you want. But seriously, to destroy someone's life, their income, their family, why are you happy about that? That's weird. It is but people wall, that like to wallow in hate. Yeah, they hate do. Hate and despair. They just, people wall, can't get enough of it. And it's So I have a question for everybody on the show. I If I did hate somebody, I don't really hate it. I, I dislike some people. There's no doubt about that. Hate, there's only maybe a couple people I would, would say that I, I don't even full out hate them, but I'm leaning that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I just wouldn't give them the satisfaction of using up my time to go after them. I don't care what you do. Just stay away from me. Yeah, that's right. A, exactly right. The, 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 my, I guess the worst thing I can do is I'm, a, I'm apathetic to you. I could care less about right. you. Couldn't go care on. less. I know. I don't know. Everybody just wants to, I, I was the one that brought down blah, blah, blah. Really? That's what you want to do with your life, huh? I got a great wife, great kids, great grandkids, the in-laws, got great friends, got a great job. I, I'm sorry, I'd like to complain more, but I just can't. You know what I mean? I know. No, Fortunately. Catherine's going to work on it with me. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. What the hell? All right, Kristen, you, okay, August 19th, you in? August 19th, I'm in. Count me in. All right. Pencil that in. Ralphie? I'm in. Andy? Uh, maybe. <laughs> he's okay, no, he's like, out. He's out already. If I come all the way from L.A., you give me a baby? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's got a baby. He's got a baby, a baby at home. And he, was, babysitter. and he wouldn't have been born for another four years since the last time I saw those guys. Last time I saw Duran Duran was four years before Andy was even born. Whoa. Oh, wow. Oh. That's a while. <laughs> Catherine goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it happens again, I'll be 110. So what does that tell you? Like, yeah, Kristen, we'll, we'll try to get that done, but uh, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you next week, correct? Sounds good. Yep. Thanks a lot, Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to do it. Talk to you tomorrow with the family. 